Welcome back to the Wind Daily Podcast. Here we are, getting ready for Friday's slate. It is May 31st, 2019. I am Scott Engel. I am the king. I am fantasy. And uh, joined today by the guy you really tuned in here. Uh, it's our DFS Pro, our founder, our CEO, the author of Win- the Wind Daily book, Jason Mizrahi. Jason, good to be here back with you after a few days. Yeah, man. I like always doing our podcast together. I feel like I get a newborn energy when I'm speaking to you, Scott. So let's get into the slate. Let's make some money for everybody uh, this Friday day, and uh, let's make it happen. All right. Uh, San Francisco is at Baltimore. Drew Pomeranz against Andrew Kashner, because he's named that because you cash when you uh, use player against him. you got to like hitters on both sides here, uh, especially – Especially, uh, you look look at some of the Baltimore hitters against Drew Pomeranz. Keon Broxton's only thirty eight hundred on DraftKings. Trey Mancini's forty six hundred. Jonathan Villar forty six forty seven hundred. Renato Nunez, uh, he of the big surprise is actually worth the five thousand. And on the other side, uh, you can't really find too much. You know, when you look at San Francisco bats. Uh, but you can consider Brandon Belt for 4100 4, uh, But there's not really a – I would say if I was going to pick a team to go with in this game, uh, you know, there's few, I, I would cherry-pick a few Orioles and, and maybe uh, maybe one giant. No matter who they face, I can never get confident about using San Francisco hitters. Yeah, San Francisco is – I haven't played any – I couldn't tell you the last time I played a, a giant uh, this year. Uh, but Joe Panic leading off, um, he hit a home run the other day. Um, he's got some potential if you want that one off. I wouldn't play San Fran as a full stack, kind of like you said. Brandon Belt, Joe Panic, probably the only two guys that I really look at from that side of things. But Baltimore has the better matchup here, like you mentioned. Nunez, Mancini, I can see you playing a full stack here. You guys like Wilkerson is cheap, Broxton is cheap. You get value. They let us down on, I believe it was Wednesday when I stacked them. They let me down a little bit. Nunez did well. Uh, Broxton hit a home run. But the team, you know, overall from a stack perspective, you know, let us down a little bit. But anytime they can break out, I want to see what the weather is like. So make sure you check out Mark Paquette if it's hot there. Um, It's a little bit colder on the East Coast. It's rained all day in New York. Um, It doesn't look like it's going to be that hot tomorrow. It's going to be a night game. So, you know, I like them as a stack. I can play a guy like Nunez or Broxton as a one-off. I would lean the Baltimore side over the San Fran side. I'm avoiding both pitchers. So that's the way I, I see this game breaking out. Stack City in the Bronx as the Red Sox take on the Yankees. Uh, Eduardo Rodriguez, he of the 653 road ERA up against J- the disappointing J.A. Happ. Uh, gotta love the Yankee stack here. It's it's easy. Luke Voigt and Gleyber Torres are both worth forty. Scott, let me let me stop you for a second. I'm not sure um, who's starting for the Red Sox. Uh, I'm seeing reports that Chris Sale might start. I believe the game, you know, was rained out, so Sale's start got pushed back. Um, it looks like Sale might be starting here. Uh, is that what? Are you seeing that? Is that's what I'm seeing at I'm, this point? I'm, I'm seeing Eduardo Rodriguez listed, but I might may not have 
uh, the same date, uh, the same dated information that you have, or it might be, it might be different by a few hours. Yeah. So, well, the Yankee so, game was the Yankee game was postponed on Thursday. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't know what we're who we're looking at at this point. If it's Sale, we're obviously gonna you know stay away from these Yankees. If it's Eduardo Rodriguez, on the other hand. I can see as a potential stack. He's been pretty good. He has times he's blown up. But from what I'm seeing right now in a couple different sources, I'm seeing Chris Sale getting the start. We're doing this very early, early in the morning um, on Friday. So we can't really tell at this point. So <laughs> if it's Sale, stay away. Why, why, actually, why wouldn't it be Sale? You know, uh, Actually, I have an update here. It is definitely, according to MLB.com, it's going to be Chris Sale against J.A. Happ. Yeah, so if it's sale, uh, I'm staying away from these Yankees bats. There's no reason. Yeah, There's we, better spots to stack them. I wouldn't pitch sale, even though no. that you know the last couple of games he has been lights out. His K's are back. His dominance is back. He's gonna come in kind of expensive. You know, he's got he's coming off four of his last five games with double digit strikeouts. So you know he's always in play every time he takes the mound. Um, Houston got to him a little bit. Um, last start. So I'm going to stay away at that price tag. I don't hate the play because these Yankees can, you know, rack up the strikeouts when they're having a bad day. But, you know, I'm going to pretty much fade both sides. I'm going to fade Chris Sale. I'm going to fade playing the Yankees. Boston is where I'd want to stack. But was yeah. Stack this Jay game. Happ has a 593 home ERA and JD Martinez uh, has a 500 ISO against lefties and he's 4,700. Yeah, if you, find, if you find a way to pay up, um, Martinez bets, um, depending on who they roll out for cheap, like in, in Water Nunez or Steve Pierce. Yeah. Um, Water Nunez would be $3,100 on DraftKings. Yeah, so there's um, some cheap spots yeah. here that you can grab some guys for value versus a guy, you know, besides name recognition, he's been terrible this year. You're playing in a, in, a, in a small park, hitters park. So these Red Sox come in as, as a nice stack to, you know, on Friday afternoon. All right. Friday night, I think you mean, right? Yeah, okay. Uh, Milwaukee and Pittsburgh. Yoli's Shasin going against the very disappointing uh, Chris Archer. Uh, seems like he's never going to live up to expectations. He's got a 575 overall ERA. Uh, it's it's better at home, but still it's still only 450. It's it's 798 on the road, but he's pitching at home here, so uh, yeah, I think you have to naturally go with some Milwaukee bats here uh, again against Chris Archer, who just hasn't found the groove at all. Uh, he has Monty Gregondale's only 4400 on DraftKings. Christian Yelich is 5900. Uh, Mike Bustakis is only 4400. Uh, if somehow Eric Tabes is in the lineup, he's only four thousand. Yoli Shasin, you know, you don't like a lot of pirates generally, but uh, you know, it's, it's real chalk to start Josh Bell at fifty seven hundred. Uh, Melky Cabrera is only thirty six hundred, and uh, you know, there's two guys you can use right there. Yeah, with this game, it's it's a pitcher's park. Um, Archer's been pretty bad. He the, the Brewers here, I think, go a little bit under owned. Um, not a team that are going to make the top of my list for a stack, but a team that I think, you know, for GPPs, 
We'll go under Rome. Milwaukee has potential to blow up any pitcher at this point. Um, Archer's been bad his last four or five starts. Had a couple good starts to, to start the year, you know, in Washington and Cincinnati. But his last five starts, he hasn't made it past five <coughs> innings. He's let up three earned runs, four runs, and six earned runs twice. So he has that potential you're looking for when you're trying to find a pitcher to stack against. He walks a lot of guys. But since it's a, a pitcher's park, Milwaukee has cooled off a little bit as an offense. I can see you stacking them, but they won't come in as one of my top stacks either. I think there's better teams to stack as we get into these later games. We have a game in Colorado, uh, games in Texas, games in Cincinnati, you know, other places here that we're going to look to stack. But Milwaukee always has that potential to have a big game. So I can see it. You know, I can see you grabbing some value. I can see you stacking it. Pittsburgh, I'm going to stay away from, from bats, and I'm going to stay away from both pitchers here. I think there's better spots to grab your pitchers as well. All right. We have Minnesota, Tampa Bay. Jose Barrios uh, against a pitcher to still be determined. MLB.com is not announced who will start for Tampa Bay yet. Uh, Barrios, 9,300. Uh, but Tampa Bay is, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's not, they're 11th in strikeouts, so it's not like you're going to get a lot of strikeouts uh, from the, uh, from the Tampa Bay. Bay Rays there. It's uh, you know obviously it's it's not a pushover opponent, but uh, you know, Tampa Bay isn't a great hitting team. They rank 21st in team batting, 11th in strikeouts, as I just said. So I could see going with Barrios here. I can see it. Um, makes sense on paper. I think just from a price point perspective, there's going to be three or four guys ahead of him as far as cash games go. Tampa Bay, like you said, they're pesky. Meadows, Kermeyer, Choi, Pham, Lowe. Those top five guys in the lineup have been hitting really well. They've been battling against pitchers. They'll get to Barreos. Barreos' Ks have been dropping recently in the last couple of starts. Like you said, Tampa Bay doesn't really strike out much, and that's what you're grabbing a guy like Barreos for, is for those strikeouts. So I think he's in a good spot, not a great spot. I think guys that we're going to talk about soon here are in better spots, a little bit more upside. But I won't hate against the play. I can see this game finishing, you know, in a 4-3 game, a 5-4 game. And Barrios making it through six, a quality start, and maybe getting five or six Ks. Can't really tell you if he's going to get the win or, or make it six to get the quality start. But, you know, he should be in line for some Ks. I just think there's some better spots in better games. And I'd rather pay up a little bit for a little bit extra safety here, or maybe pay down for some better value. So we'll get to a couple other pitchers who've been pitching really well as of late that I think are in better spots overall. All right. So Jose Barrios, not uh, the top pick tonight. Yeah, but uh, Minnesota on the backside now, we, we got to talk about these bats. We don't know who's pitching, but we do know Minnesota's been swinging hot bats all year, hitting home runs. This is a neutral park. You know, probably favors pitching a little bit. But check out who is going to be the starter. See if it's a bullpen game. See how it plays out. Guys like Rosario. There's a way to solve this. There's a way to solve this by going to Wind Daily uh, starting at 5 p.m. Eastern and checking out Jaguar Lou's pregame blog with updates and notes. Uh, He will let you know exactly who to start and who to use. Washington at Cincinnati. 
Uh, Patrick Corbin, better better at home. The road ERA is 360. Uh, going against a Tyler Maley. Uh, can certainly uh, go. I can see myself going with a Washington stack here. You know, that does include Corbin. Uh, you get Juan Soto for 5,600, Adam Eaton for 4,300, Matt Adams for the same price, but, uh, you know, Adams really hasn't done a whole lot when I stick him in the lineup and Gerardo Parra is 4,000. Anthony Rendon's worth the 5,800, no matter what the, uh, lefty righty split is. Yeah. With Corbin, he's a guy kind of like I was talking about the other day, a Rich Hill guy that I just can't get right. You know, when I don't pitch him, he drops 50 points. I pitch him. He drops 12 points. He's kind of up and down. Cincinnati, I'm going to play this a little bit by weather. You know, if it's really hot in Cincinnati tomorrow, I try to stay away from pitching pitching guys in Cincinnati, in Coors Field, you know, in hitters' parks. So if Corbin is lining up against, you know, a 90-degree weather or the wind's blowing out or any kind of, you know, weather-favoring hitters, I'm probably going to drop down to somebody else. Or, you know, try to get some value. You know, if I match him up on FanDuel versus Chris Sale, even though that Chris Sale is going against the Yankees, I feel a little bit safer with Chris Sale over Patrick Corbin. Uh, I know Cincinnati lineup is yeah. not as strong uh, as, as the Yankees, but yeah. I, I think that Sale is a little bit safer when it comes to strikeout upside. And, you know, overall, he's a better pitcher. So at that price point on FanDuel, coming in as the – the most expensive pitcher. I think he'll be under-owned, which gives me a little bit more warrant to play him in GPPs. But in general, like I said, I think Chris Sale, Trevor Bauer, you know, might provide a little bit more safety and you get a little bit of a discount on him. And these Washington bats uh, are in play. You know, he says something about Adams. Yeah, he let me down, you know, a couple of days ago. He was highly owned. And then the next day, Ownership dropped down, and he hit a home run, and Washington broke out, and he scored like 14, 15 runs. I don't even know how that game finished. Uh, but Adams, Kendrick, Eaton, Soto, Robles, Turner, these guys are all in play. Rendon, they're all in play tomorrow. I like the call of possibly stacking, you know, and some GBP, stacking Corbin with some Washington players, assuming that Washington has a great game, Corbin cruises through. That makes a lot of sense. So I see it from that perspective. Probably going to fade Cincinnati and not going to be playing Molly tomorrow. So that's where I'm at with the game. Mike Fulton-Evans has a 6-14 home ERA uh, as he takes on uh, Detroit going with Spencer Turnbull, who's a little bit better at home and has a higher strikeout rate at home, but it's pretty comparable. With Fulton-Evans, though, you're looking at reverse splits. Uh, the righties have actually been better against him. But, you know, there's not a whole lot that you could like from this Detroit lineup uh you know, maybe other than Nick Castellanos. Yeah, but Fulton Nevich, he won a bunch of people money last time he, he went out. Last game he went out, he was highly under-owned. Everybody was even stacking against him and talking about how bad of a pitcher he is and how he's terrible. And he went out there and dropped 49 FanDuel points. Uh, six innings, no earned runs, seven Ks, win, quality start. Versus St. Louis. Now, if we look back um, in his game log, he's had some terrible starts, but he's also faced some tough matchups. You know, he's faced St. Louis, Milwaukee, the Dodgers, Colorado, and San Diego. Um, this is going to be his easiest matchup to date. He's coming off a good start, and he's coming at an extreme discount 
to these top end guys. So on FanDuel at 7,300, he's probably your best value play. Is he safe? No. Does he have the best matchup on the board? One of the best. Does he have the K potential to come back and repeat what he did, you know, in his last start for St. Louis? Yes. Does he have some pedigree from last year, you know, pitching well, you know, throughout the season? Yes. So I think for value, uh, would I rather pay $9,100 for Barrios versus Tampa Bay or $7,300 versus, you know, Fulton Evans versus Detroit? I'll probably take that 1800 discount and then stack my bats in Colorado. Um, and I think... I think that's what a lot of people would do coming off that last. You know, I think he ends up being, you know, make or break it. For the people who played him and he does well, I think it breaks the slate. And then I think he also will be the top own value play as far as pitching goes. Um, him and maybe Lucchese, which we'll talk about as well. You know, so there's a couple guys in the 7,000 range on FanDuel that I think make a lot of sense from a value perspective because some of these top-line guys – don't have the best matchups, or, you know, it's a bad price on a guy like Corbin and sales going against the Yankees. So got some choices to make, but I like Fulton Evans for some value. Okay. Uh, yeah, so basically what you're saying is it really depends on the matchup with Fulton Evans. Faces a bad team, you consider him. Faces a good team, you can. He's not one of those quality pitchers uh, that proves that uh, he could take – he could do it better against a quality opponent. Let's start. He's, up. he's also going to be coming in as probably one of the the bigger favorites tomorrow. Um, so if you think that he makes, if you think he makes it through six innings and gets you five Ks, he's probably going to get the win as well. So for GPPs, I like him a lot. Um, there's a couple guys that we'll be talking about in this lower range that I like a lot. Okay, well let's pit uh, some of these other games quicker. Uh, Kansas City at Texas, Danny Duffy. Going against Ariel Gerardo, uh, you really got to like the Texas stack uh, here against against Danny Duffy. Well, you never know what you're going to get with Danny Duffy. Sometimes you stack against him, and uh, he actually does a little bit better than uh, than you might expect. Uh, with, with Duffy, though, uh, so far he's only got a 213 road ERA, but that's just two games. Uh, in terms of the splits, uh, he's, he's really reverse split as well. So far this year, his lefties are hitting 385 against him. So uh, you could probably pick guys from both sides of the plate here in this game. Why not go with Joey Gallo for 5900? Rough Net Odor, it's only 3700. Elvis Andrews 4800. No Zara 4300. Uh, maybe even uh, Isaiah Kaido Falafea as, as a punt 3400. And Hunter Pence should be worth the 5700. So. Uh, you know, with all of these guys in play, you know, maybe you can roll out multiple lineups and stack uh, and stack here you, in more than one lineup uh, with the Texas Rangers. On the other side, Ariel Horado is uh, is going for for Texas. Uh, how long he'll go, we don't know. But uh, Nicky Lopez only thirty seven hundred for the Royals. Alex Gordon's fifty one hundred. Albert, Alberto Modesty. 5,500, so uh, some considerations there as well. Yeah, I think, you know, if the weather's really hot tomorrow, you can look to stack this game. It will come – I like I like the Colorado game a lot better. Um, but, you know, from a, from a contrarian hedge play, with a lot of the actions on this Colorado game, this game will go a little bit underlooked. It'll probably be, 
second or third from a stack perspective. I wish Texas was going against a righty, something we have to look forward to maybe on Saturday or Sunday. But a guy like Elvis Andrews versus Duffy, I see Duffy as somebody who throws hard from the left side. So, like, you know, a guy like Gallo scares me a little bit. Not to say that I won't play him, but I don't want to pay up for Gallo versus a tough lefty, even though Duffy, you know, well, has he's, some. He's not a tough lefty, though. So, what, 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 what makes him a. He's not a soft throwing, you know, Jason Vargas lefty. He's a hard throwing lefty that drops down. He's not a guy that I want Gallo against, you know. I don't think he's going to have a great game, but I think if Gallo hits a home run tomorrow, it's probably out of the, the bullpen and he's not versus Danny Duffy. That would be my prediction. So I like taking Danny these. Duffy's not a shutdown guy whatsoever. I'm not saying he's a shutdown guy. I just think there's soft throwing lefties. There's lefties that throw a lot of junk, and there's lefties like Danny Duffy that throws the ball pretty hard, and I think he's a little bit tougher on lefties. I know you're saying reverse splits this year, but I could be wrong. You know, Gallo's three for nine in his career against him, or Doris four for 14. That adverse pitcher quotes from Jason Mizrahi. What is this? I'm not saying I'm looking at BVP here. I'm just saying, I don't know. I'm, I'm not really attacking Texas too much tomorrow. I think KC is going to come in, you know, scoring more runs versus, you know, Gerardo than, than Duffy lets up against the Rangers. That's my prediction. I think... Texas has an overall better offense, but I think, you know, Duffy hasn't been terrible this year. You know, his last start versus the Yankees, six innings pitch, five hits allowed. Um, versus the Angels, six innings pitch, five hits allowed again. He, he's played against Texas at home. He went five innings, seven hits. You know, not the best game there, but his last five starts, he's gone either five or six and two-thirds. So he's he's hanging in games. He's not getting blown up at all. Uh, I, I like what you said. He's already faced Texas, so they'll uh they'll they'll know even even better what to do against him. So there you go. There's my Rangers stack. Cleveland at uh at the White Sox. Trevor Bauer, who Jason likes a lot, uh, at ninety two hundred on DraftKings. Uh, pretty chalk tonight for me when you when you look at the price. Uh, compare with the pitcher, then. Uh, you know, we're stacking some Indians maybe too against uh, against Dylan Colby here. Jose Ramirez only 4,100 on DraftKings. Could Jason Kipnis be a punt? He's only 3,400. Carlos Santana, 5,200. Same price for Francisco Lindor. Yeah, one big point I'm going to make to the listeners you always got to check what site you're playing on. Um, you know, Scott is mentioning some DraftKings pricing, I'm mentioning more FanDuel pricing. It really makes a difference. You know, like Trevor Brower yeah. on FanDuel at 10-5 versus Trevor Bauer on DraftKings at 9-5 makes a world of a difference. So there might be players on one site that are is a great play, but then on the other site, eh, he might be a good play. So you always got to take that into comparison. So it's always good to look, you know, on pricing on both sites because Bauer coming in at 9-5 is really aggressive on DraftKings. You know, DraftKings is, is kind of telling you, you know what? We lowered his price because he's had a you know several bad starts in a row, where Fanduel sees the pedigree and they and they kept it at ten five. Um, I like Bauer a lot tomorrow. I think for cash, he's pretty safe. He's faced his White Sox before and, and got blown up, you know, one way somehow. He got seven Ks, but he also let up seven earned runs. So he's been a little bit shaky as of late. You know, three earned runs, four earned runs, seven. Uh, had one great game 
game in, but he started off the season like he was going to be the Cy Young winner, and then he's hit this little rough patch now over his last three to four or five games here. So what Trevor Bauer we get tomorrow is yet to be determined. But I think for your for your cash games and your GPPs, he's got to be in serious contention. Between Bauer, Sale, Corbin, Caleb Smith, if you're going to pay up, it's a tough decision. It's really a tough decision which one to grab. That's why, you know, as an early podcast, I'm looking at value over these top-end pitchers to mark. I think the value guys have better matchups, and I really, really, really going to want, you know, these Colorado bats tomorrow, I mean, uh, on Friday. So, you know, for that simple fact, I'm looking to pay down on FanDuel. On DraftKings, I'll probably play a combination of, you know, one of these top-end guys is going to rack up the Ks with one of the lower-end guys. But, you know, always check pricing on both sides. As far as Cleveland goes, I've been staying away most this year from a stack perspective. And I think there's better spots on the board to, to stack. Maybe as a one-off, I might do it. But I'm probably going to stay away from this game unless I'm playing Bauer. Okay, moving on to the rivalry of Chicago and St. Louis. Got to like hitting on both sides. Hugh Darvish has been a big disappointment. Uh, so I'll be looking at uh, Matt Carpenter for $4,000. Colt Wong maybe to save somebody at $3,500. Same thing with Dexter Fowler at $3,500. Miles Mikolas has been better at home than on the road. Uh, he at home, he's had a 315 ERA. Uh, you know, but lefties are hitting 367 against Miles Mikolas. So that makes me uh, you know, want to dip into that... Uh, that Chicago lineup to find Anthony Rizzo to spend up on on $5,500. Jason Hayward, something of a punt at $3,800. Kyle Schwarber at $3,900. I'm going to stay away. I, I kind of disagree with you on this one. I think they're both good enough pitchers. There's better spots on the board. St. Louis is a pitcher's park. Darvish hasn't been good, but he hasn't been you know completely terrible. And like you said, Mikulis is good at home. I'm going to stay away from both sides here. Righty, righty. You know, most of these St. Louis bats are, are righties. Darvish is tougher on righties. Um, Darvish has been, you know, a little bit better as of late. Um, Chicago's bullpen is pretty solid as well. I can't really lean one side or the other, so I'm going to stay away from this game from all angles. I really don't want either of these pitchers. I don't really want any of these bats. I could be wrong, but I'll take my chances, you know, stacking other games and, and grabbing my pitches from other games. I don't see myself stacking any of these guys. Well, I I like to attack Darvish, you know, at his 540 ERA. Maybe you're talking about Darvish from a previous season. No, uh, I get you. I understand. Yeah. Toronto's at Chicago. They'll load up against Edwin Jackson here for batting practice. Uh, German Marquez, uh, I don't think you could run up necessarily a Toronto stack against a pitcher like Marquez, probably their best pitcher, but... You know, this is very chalky with the Colorado stack here against against Edward Jackson. Uh, you know, David Dahl, 4,700. Uh, maybe even Tony Walters for 4,000. God, I'll Robbie cut you o- off, man. You don't, have to, you don't have to name everybody's price. Everybody on Colorado is approachable. Don't even think about pricing. If you're playing on DraftKings, lock five Colorado bats. If you're playing on FanDuel, lock four Colorado bats. Don't worry okay. about the righty righty um, versus Jackson. He's not going to last long in this game. Dial, Story, 
Arenado, Daniel Murphy, anybody who you feel comfortable with, you play in this game. On the back side of things, though, Marquez is good, man. I yeah, don't really like saying, Toronto. Yeah. I don't really like Toronto as a team. Marquez knows how to pitch in Colorado. It's not like this is his first time. He's been pitching there for a while. His his home ERA is is not that bad. He's been through games versus Washington when he only let up three earned runs versus Philly at home, two earned runs versus Baltimore, four earned runs versus San Diego, two earned runs. So I would like to possibly grab one or two Toronto bats if they make sense. But I'm not going to just force in these Toronto bats just for the hell of it. Um, Biggio, 3,000 on FanDuel. Smoke, 3,900. I think I can do better. Guerrero's crazy cheap. FanDuel's telling you, play Vladimir Guerrero. They haven't marked him down to Chris Davis numbers, but to have a guy like Vladimir Guerrero in Colorado at 3,300, he's cheap. So I can see him. But, like I said, I like Marquez as a pitcher in season-long and, and daily. So I'm not going to go with a full stack of Toronto bats. Maybe I'll have a couple of shares here and there. But Colorado's the side you want. I won't pitch Marquez, but I really like Colorado as an overall stack. Any of the guys are playable, so go right ahead and play anybody. Obviously, you want people with power in the top five. All right, let's get some of these later games a little quicker. Uh, New York Mets in Arizona. Arizona started still to be announced. Zach, we- Zach Godley here. Zach um, Godley. A couple spots. So let's let's assume Zach Godley is the guy. Um, that's what FanDuel has up right, right. now. So, so Zach versus Zach. Uh, Zach Wheeler versus Zach Godley. Wheeler's been good against everybody except for Washington, it seems. So you've got to consider him here, I think, for 8,700, especially on a two-site, uh, a two-site, uh, two-pitcher site like DraftKings. On the other side, the Mets offense has been up and down. When they've been good, they've been good. They've been bad, they're bad. Uh, you know, Peter Alonzo against Zach Godley is somebody I'd put him out there for sure. But uh, you certainly have to pay up for him. Uh, I think Conforto is a consideration as well. Yeah, actually, it looks like it's not going to be Godley. I'm not sure who it's going to be at this point. we got to have to wait and see. Uh, looks like Godley pitched a little bit on Thursday, pitched an inning. So... At this point, I'm not sure who's going to be pitching. Um, it might be a bullpen game. They might be calling somebody up. But, you know, from a Mets perspective, regardless of who's pitching tomorrow, not, not a team I'm going to stack unless the pitcher they bring up or the pitcher that gets a spot started is completely terrible. But maybe grabbing a guy like Alonzo or Conforto um, or somebody cheap in this lineup might make some sense. But I can't really see myself paying up for Wheeler. And these Mets lineup is, is not a lineup that I really want to attack with. So I'm pretty much crossing off this game unless the, the starter for Arizona is somebody really, really terrible that I think these Mets would, you know, match up well against. But check out for updates from Lou and, you know, other people. We'll be tweeting out some stuff tomorrow. So once we know exactly who's pitching, when all the news comes out, we'll give you an update on, on who to go with from this Mets side. All right, Houston is in Oakland. Brad Peacock against Mike Fires. Uh, Peacock always in consideration, ninety nine hundred, pretty good price. Uh, you know, decent strikeout uh, floor. Mike Fires, somebody I think you want to uh, get some of those Astros bats in against. Michael Brantley at forty one hundred. Josh Reddick could save you some uh, money at thirty two hundred. 
Yeah, with this game, Peacock's been really good. You know, really, really good. Surprisingly good. Um, four of his last six starts have been over 40 points versus, you know, a couple good offenses like the Red Sox. And um, he had one hiccup against Minnesota. So he's in a weird price point. He, he's $8,600 on FanDuel. I think there's people that are paid down, like a Fulton Nevis that we spoke about, um, Lucchese, which we're going to speak about soon, or pay up. He's in a weird spot on FanDuel. I'm not sure if I'm going to take Peacock versus Oakland. Oakland's starting to get a little bit stronger with Olsen back now, too. Um, this game, for the most part, has a stay-away spot for me. It's a pitcher's park. Fires is not the same fires from a couple years ago. You know, letting up three earned runs, three earned runs, one, zero, three, two. Um, we, we know about the no-hitter. He's been pretty good. He hasn't been blown up. I think he likes pitching in Oakland. He likes pitching on the West Coast. So I'm going to stay away from this game in its entirety. Not, not a team that I really want to attack in this park from a hitting perspective. And paying up for $8,600 for Peacock versus an Oakland team that's been hitting pretty well. Not a guy I want to attack tonight. Maybe on another night it might make sense, but not tonight. All right. They were talking about a different Mike Fires because I see him having a five ERA. So uh, I'll be okay with attacking him. Miami's at San Diego. Uh, probably my favorite play of the night, uh, especially on DraftKings, Caleb Smith at 9,700. And uh, Joey Lucchese is uh, right up there too as he faces Miami at 8,800. Both of the, both this game is all about the pitching here. Yeah, it's all pitching. Lucchese comes in really, really cheap on FanDuel. Like, really cheap. At 7600 these Miami Marlins been, you know, letting all our, all our DFS games get blown up, though, recently against some good pitchers versus DeGrom versus Max. Um, they've been surprisingly pesky, not striking out a lot. So, you know, I think Lucchese could be another trap, but at 7600 um it's tough not to consider him. The one reason not to consider him is because Caleb Smith is going against him, and the chance of the win kind of gets knocked down there. And I think for the simple fact that Miami's been tough, I would give the nod, even with the discount of 2200 I think Caleb Smith makes that back up, and I think you know he has a better chance at a quality start and a win here. So I like the value of Lucchese at 7600 I'm not sure who I like more. Who do you like more, Scott? Do you like Fulton Nevis? At the say they're the same price, which they're pretty close to on FanDuel. Do you like Fulton Nevis versus Detroit, or do you like Lucchese versus Miami? Lucchese versus Miami. You talk about the Marlins being pesky. I think that's always the only occasional. When you play six, seven games a week, maybe once or twice a week, you know, they they have a decent offensive day, but mostly I'm I'm gonna pick on them. Philadelphia's at Los Angeles. It's Jake Arietta against Kenta Maeda. Uh, the Phillies have some bats, but Kenta Maeda is 4-0 with a 1.38 ERA at home and a 146 batting average against. Yeah, it's a spot that the pitching, you know, even though the offenses are, are both good, you know, with Los Angeles being elite, Maeda's been good, and Arietta, you know, has hung in there this year as well. If I had to lean as far as the pitcher I like more, it would be Maeda because I'm not the biggest fan of this Philadelphia offense at this point of the year. They've been getting a little bit better lately, but 
They're winning games, but they're not winning people money in DFS at this point so far this year. Um, Arietta's been good. I like Mieta more than Arietta, and I like this Los Angeles stack more than um, a Philly stack here. But, you know, we mentioned Colorado. We mentioned a couple of the spots earlier. I like the, the Dodgers bats like I do every other night, but Arietta's been pretty good. So I can see the Dodgers coming under own from a stack perspective. So guys like Bellinger, uh, Peterson are always in play on every night. Bellinger would be a great one-off. The guy's been on fire. Um, MVP is pretty much locked up for him if he continues doing what he's doing. Guys like Muncie is pretty cheap at 3700 on FanDuel. There's so many of these Dodgers bats. Yeah, you got Alex Vertigo. They, they line up well again. You got Alex Vertigo. They have power from both sides. They get the pitchers. Yeah, so there's there's a lot of options here for the Dodgers. I think they come in on their own, um, so I can see the play. But, again, I think there's a couple of better spots that we spoke about earlier. Yeah, no, and also uh, Bellinger's 5,800. Jock Peterson's 5,300 on DraftKings. Corey Seager, if you want to take a roll of the dice to what he used to be, $4,000. The Angels are at the Mariners. Tyler Skaggs against Mike Leake. Mike Leake's bad luck. Like, every every time you, I feel like I stack against him, that's when he has a pretty good game. Uh, Tyler Skaggs, uh, you know, been, uh, been hurt by injuries, so I like uh, Edwin Encarnacion at 4,100. Uh, you know, I'll consider Mitch Hanniger at, at 4,200 on DraftKings. I think uh, I think injuries have really robbed Skaggs of what he could be. Uh, a lot of people will stack against Leak. You know, Mike Trout is going to be in play or a mini stack because you always want to use Trout against a uh, against what's considered a mediocre pitcher. Brian Goodwood is $4,000. Cole Calhoun is $4,200. Uh, I would... If I was going to go with two bats here, it would probably be uh, Trout and Tommy LaStella. Yeah, um, Skaggs, if if I knew he's going more than six innings, which he hasn't done all year, it's a pretty good matchup for him in, in, a, in a pitcher's park. Um, talk, you, you mentioned BVP earlier. Everybody has good BVP against uh, Mike Leake. So Trout's 11 for 21. Bigger sample size there. Luke Roy, 21 for 50. Pujols, 8 for 22. They've all showed good numbers against against Leak here. So as one-offs, even a guy like Otani, even though he hasn't faced him much, Otani can provide some value. Hasn't really got off to the, the start that he had last year. But Trout, probably one of the best plays on the board from a one-off perspective on FanDuel, only coming in at 4,700. Um, I think he's always in play. It's a tough choice. Do you want... You know, Trout or Bellinger, you're not going to be able to get all of them, especially if you're stacking Colorado. But do you take a guy like Trout over a guy like David Dahl versus Edwin Jackson? It's a tough choice here. I think the the Angels would definitely be under-owned. I can see myself playing a guy like Trout and, you know, trying to be sneaking in a couple other spots. But, you know, in a pitcher's park, not someone I want to full stack against. So even though Mike Leake is pretty terrible – not a team that I want to really full stack here, but they'll be supremely under own. And all these angels face, you know, leak a lot of times. So they've seen his pitches. I'm sure they're not worried about anything that he throws at this point of his career. So I think leaks one of the most, you know, uh, stackable plays on the board from a pitching perspective. So I think these angels come in sneaky. They come in under own. It's a late game. 
you know, so if you have them late, you can make that run. It's that late night hammer. So I can see myself playing a couple angel stacks late uh, as a sneaky, you know, late game rush. All right. And, uh, you know, if you have to make those tough decisions, the answer is roll out multiple lineups. Uh, this has been Scott Engel with somebody called to say he's he is Jason Mizrahi, but he talks so much bad of his pitcher. I wonder what this guy did with the real Jason Mizrahi. But uh, me and the real Jason Mizrahi, I guess we'll be back tomorrow, right? Yeah, we'll be back tomorrow. Just a quick recap. You know, it's all depending on the site you play on, but. You're going to have to make a decision up top between Bauer, Sale, Corbin, and Smith. I probably, you know, depending going, on the site. I'm going Smith. Yeah, depending on the site, I would I would caution towards the cheaper because they all have very similar um, projected outcomes. So whoever's cheaper, grab that value because I think you're going to need that value for these course bats. Um, from a FanDuel perspective, a guy like Fulton Nevich, a guy like Lucchese coming in at 7,300, 7,600. I think they make a lot of sense, you know, for value because you're going to need some, you know, some discounts here to get your stacks in play. Obviously, um, Colorado is going to come in as the number one stack. You can't ask for a better matchup in Coors Field than Edwin Jackson. So I think, you know, the Rockies are the, the place you want to start. I don't think you go for a full stack against Marquez. The Blue Jays aren't. You know, an impressive hitting team. Yes, they get course field. Maybe try to cherry pick one or two, but I think you can avoid that spot in its entirety. I can see this game being like a 10-3, 11-2 game with the Rockies kind of cruising the victory. And maybe some of these Toronto guys get a rest, you know, somewhere throughout the lineup. I think this Kansas City Ranger game, um, Scott likes the Rangers. I think Kansas City is just as in play as them. And then you got, you know, Boston versus what used to be a good pitcher in Jay Happ. Um, that thing is very stackable. These Boston Yankee games, you know, over the years always end up being a high-scoring game. Um, I can't see, you know, actually I can see, you know, I can see Chris Sale getting blown up. These Yankee batters, you know, all hit from power, and they got a lot of right-handed power. So it's going to be a tough matchup for Sale. So I like these Red Sox backs, though. Guys like Betts, Martinez, Bogarts. Pearson, Nunez, all from the right side are going to match Jay Happ. You saw what the Orioles did to Happ. So the Red Sox are way more potent offense. So I think if you can find a way to get these righties from the Red Sox in with these Rockies, that's what I'm going to try to do tomorrow. And I think you can find some value on FanDuel to make that happen with guys like Lucchese and guys like um, Fulton Nevis. If you can trust one of those two, I think that's the way to go about it. Because at that price tag, you'll have enough left to, you know, you'll have around 3,500 a player to play around with if you go with either Lucchese or Fulton Nevich on Fandle, which allows you to get those Colorado bats. Maybe not all of them, but you'll get some of them, and it'll make a lot of sense. And check out the articles. Check out, you know, um, check out the weather reports. See how the weather plays out tomorrow. It's been raining for the past 48 hours on the East Coast, so... I'm sure, I'm sure there's some areas that can be trouble spots tomorrow. So check out Wind Daily DFS. Check us out on Twitter. And we hope everyone has a profitable Friday night. All right. Thanks a lot, Jason. We'll be back tomorrow with, uh, with me, my Caleb Smith, and uh, Texas Rangers generated victories. Thanks a lot for listening to the Wind Daily Podcast.